And a pleasant Monday evening. Hopefully you're safe if you're traveling. Tuning in to Bison Feedback tonight. A little uh, blowing snow in the region. So keep it uh, nice and calm and cool. We'll get you through the next hour as we discuss basketball Bison style with the head men's basketball coach at North Dakota State, Dave Richmond and Marin Walseth. who will be joining us after the bottom of the hour. The Bison men we start with first in tonight's program and they had two large games last week. Both of them at home once against uh, Oral Roberts University where North Dakota State was trying for a little payback against the Golden Eagles and then the team that was in the top uh, of the standings in the Summit League came to town on Saturday. That was Ford Wayne and two big wins for Dave Richmond club last week every game is big in the summit but those are ones that i'm sure dave would say we really wanted and needed to have so a pleasant good evening jack michaels in for scott miller tonight and we uh, out of the gate begin as i mentioned with head men's basketball coach dave richmond i know that dave i could ask you about must wins or needed wins i i think i said it right there dave every time you play a summit league game is is a need for a victory right coach Absolutely. They're the, the parity top to bottom. You go back to last Wednesday when Omaha at the time was tied or, or one of the teams at the top, at the very top, they go to Western Illinois who hadn't had a conference win and didn't get beat. And that just shows you the parity top to bottom. And, and where we were sitting at 4-4 four and four, coming into two home games, you always want to protect your, your home court. And we were able to do that. And our guys really locked in and were very, very, very pleased with the way we executed the game plan. Um, Thursday, and in particular Saturday afternoon. The Bison have uh, the road this week, and we'll get to that in just a moment because they're at South Dakota and at Omaha coming up this week, but we put a cap on last week's two wins. And, uh, Dave, for your club, you knew you had Oral Roberts coming into town, and here's uh, I mentioned you had a little payback, uh, so to speak, against Oral Roberts. You uh, dropped a game down there at the Maybe Center. You resurrected that at home at Shields Arena. No games are ever easy against Oral Roberts when they have, and you and I talked about this. Obi Omegano, one of the premier players, players in the Summit League, you knew you had to shut down that, while certainly uh, garner other areas, and you walk out with a victory against Oral Roberts, it was a tightly fought contest in that particular game, you didn't have the full services of of, uh, Paul Miller, he played 13 minutes, went down, and uh, you can talk about that, but let's put uh, the Oral Roberts win to bed, Dave, what'd you like about that game? Well, again, I think, like you talked about, we went through some adversity, like we have it a couple times, what you'd expect with any college basketball team in particular the young one that we have, and, and we responded when your leading scorer goes down like that. It refocused you in, in all honesty and, and really got us back to some things that we needed to tighten up because of our, our margin for error. Never a big margin for error. I got even smaller, and, and our guys really defended, rebounded, and, and, and took care of the ball at a high level. And You talked about it. Obi got going early, got comfortable, got to the free throw line. I think he had 10 or 14 and a half, but our guys, just really shut them down, and those are the only four free throws that we gave up the, the entire game. In fact, it was a low foul contest both ways, and, and probably most pleased with the way we were able to execute down the stretch. And we had one turnover, and, and it was a, a block charge, and, and you know how those go, Jack. Those can always go one way or the other. But when, when we went back, and, and I had a chance when, when going into that IUPUI game, we had a long break and really take a look at things and where we were at as a program and, and the parity in the league and and having to execute down the stretch, and it really came down to doing the same things you did at the start of the game. Both. Taking care of the ball, blocking out, uh, getting good shots, not the, not just quick shots, and uh, getting scoring points when you're down, not thinking you need to rush threes and coming up empty-handed. And, 
and our guys were able to do that and made some key plays down the stretch, and it was fun to get a fun to get a win on, on Thursday night. Yeah, really a large win. It really sets the tone for the week in that game one of, of a two-game week schedule, and both of these at home. You were talking about the shots, Dave, against Doyle Roberts. Uh, not many for ORU, 55. Uh, you had six fewer shots in that contest. You both shot the ball well, uh, 49% for Oral Robertson and 51% from the field for North Dakota State, including A.J. Jacobson, 7 for 11 in that game against Oral Roberts. Dave, what the heck was working for A.J. Jacobson that day? Well, I think he saw Paul go down and, and somebody needed to step up and, and, and garner that scoring load. And, and A.J.'s AJ's been close all year. He really has, and 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 you know, obviously, maybe he hasn't shot it up to his expectations, you know, this, this year. But he's played very well. He's he's found ways to get to the free throw line. He's defended. He's rebounded for us, and just a matter of time for him to get a couple to go and, and build some confidence out, off that. And and that's what he was able to do, which was really encouraging, and, and hopefully even more encouraging going forward. And um, you know, you you go back to the number of shots. I, I think especially with a guy like Paul out, we become a little bit like Bison football where our, our offense predicates our defense and, and the other team's offense. And when we're grinding you up and moving you east and west for 25 to 28 seconds of that shot clock and then playing late clock, the floor is a little bit more space for us, but it's also throwing the timing and rhythm off for some of the other teams, and it's really worked to our advantage this weekend. Bison went at 67-63 to 63 in that game. A.J. Jacobson finishes with, uh, as I mentioned, 7 for 11 from the field and 20 points played every minute of the game, as did Kai Cabellas that night. We'll touch on the Fort Wayne game here coming up. If you want to chat with Dave Richmond tonight, now is your chance, 237-5948 or 800-880-5346. We'll get to Fort Wayne coming up, but Bruce is online, and he said, Jack, I want to rock and roll with Coach Richmond. Bruce, good evening. Welcome to Bison Feedback with Head Coach Dave Richmond. Hey, Coach, uh, I just wanted to commend you on uh, how you handled that Carlin Dupree thing. I think you, uh, I think you were stern enough to make your point, and then uh, bringing him back, I think that's a great idea. Leslie and I were down at that football game uh, down in Frisco. We raced up to that old Roberts game. I noticed in that game uh, we missed a little bit of the first half, but uh, I noticed the guys didn't look like they were having a whole lot of fun like they were when you, when you faced them back home. Uh, I'll let you go. See you later. Thanks for the call, Bruce. Yeah, there's a fan that, that caught your Oral Roberts game down at the Maybe Center, Dave, it sounded like. That, that's a true fan. You know, getting both, getting a true Bison fan, getting football and getting basketball in. And, and Bruce, we appreciate the call and appreciate the interest. And, and, and really, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback about having Carlin, Carlin back on the team. And for me as the head coach, it really was an easy decision. There's nobody in this program that, that I'm more indebted to. And, and that means, you know, a, a ton to me and my family in this program than Carlin. And, I think we all understand when we're, we're as a college program, you're, you're dealing with 18, not dealing with, you get to interact with 18 to 21, 22-year-olds. And go back to that point of our life and the decisions and thoughts that were going through our head. And it was really just a, a split-second decision that Carlin made without, you know, taking some things through. And uh, I, I didn't think it'd take, a, take him long to, to rethink that situation. And, and we're glad to have him back. And it was fun on Saturday. In the, in the second half, to see him flying around and getting getting that energy back to to uh, to what makes us successful, what has made us successful. Before we get to our first break on Bison feedback with head Bison men's basketball coach Dave Richmond, and after the break, we'll touch on what's ahead this week for Dave and his club as they hit the road. We got to put to bed the Fort Wayne game. And Dave, I know you're you're an athlete. You played all sports. Baseball metaphor here: if you get uh, two hits in your first two at bats. 
I know you want three to be disappointing. If you get three, you want four. You get greedy when you start putting W's together, and you'd packed a couple wins, including that win against Oral Roberts, and then boom, here comes Fort Wayne into town, and you put on a defense. That team put on a defensive clinic. You knew you were going to be without Paul Miller in that in that contest. Carlin stepped up. Your entire team stepped up. Get a load of this, fans. Fort Wayne shot 28% from the field in that game. Let's start with your – it was Bronco-like defense. How about that? for a plug, Dave, after the after the Super Bowl. What about that game against Ford White? We had a bunch of Von Millers running around out there <laughs> ch- ch- chasing it around and, and started with Kai Cabellas. But, yeah, again, credit our guys on a, on a short prep and a, and a quick turnaround. We were able to get them together Friday afternoon, watch some film, just real brief on the court, come back, watch some more film, and, and turn around, and then they locked in again uh, at shoot-around Saturday afternoon before the 4 o'clock game. And, there's a Fort Wayne team that was number one in the league. I think they were top 10, top 15 in the country in three-point field goal percentage and or, or maids per game. And a team coming off Thursday night, a, a big 96-point uh, victory, or they, they hung 96 at USD. And, and Max Landis gets 44 on 15 to 21. And so our, they obviously had our full attention, and, and they had gotten us at their place in a game that we – had a lead in the second half and, and, and let it slip away. And, and our guys were, again, really locked in, focused. And, uh, you, you know, you, you want to talk about Kai because of, of the job he did on Max, holding him to two for nine or two for ten. But when you do that against a quality team like Fort Wayne, it's a total team effort. And, and our guys really sat down and, and, and defended and, and took care of the ball, only eight turnovers, and, and won the rebounding as won the rebounding battle as well. And, and that's five in basketball, defending, rebounding, and taking care of the ball. A.J. Jacobson had another fine night against uh, Fort Wayne, or fine day against Fort Wayne, where A.J. went 8 of 12, finished with 22 points and 7 rebounds. Dave talked about Max Landis of Fort Wayne coming off that 44-point performance. Well, North Dakota State held him to 2 of 10 shooting. For his effort, A.J. Jacobson named Summit League Player of the Week, and here's a guy that averaged 21 points a game last week, over 5 rebounds, and impressively 65.2% from the field and 60% from three-point field goal range. Those are great numbers, and that all stacks up to two more buys and conference wins. The road is next for Dave Richmond's club coming up after the break. We'll talk with Dave about this week in Vermillion, then on to Omaha. Buys and feedback presented to you in part by Thunder Seed, committed to meeting the changing needs of today's farmers by monitoring the latest technologies and incorporating that knowledge into high-yielding seed products. Thunder Seed, linking today's farmer with tomorrow's technology. Call one 888 thunder More Bison feedback after this in the Bison. Peterson Farm Seed Bison Radio Network. Carlin Dupree drives into the lane. Five to shoot. Kicks it to A.J. Jacobson for three. And A.J. Jacobson has 22 points. It's his fifth three of the game. Corey Brown flashes on the baseline. Shot. Oh, my! What a shot by Corey Brown. He hung in the air, got English off the window, and it drops. That I saw some highlights of. I listened to it, and, and I thought that must have been incredible. Then went back and watched the highlight, and Corey Brown had a one of those things that, that bring the fans off their seats. We continue on Bison Feedback tonight. Title sponsor is Thunder Seed, linking today's producer with tomorrow's technology. The Bison men's basketball coach, Dave Richmond, today on the program. And, and Dave, real quick, before we talk about your road trip coming up, that was a pretty incredible shot by by Corey Brown. I know listening to Jeremy, I was all jacked up on that one. That, was a, that must have been a fun play right there yeah we watched it again yesterday afternoon in a film session and it was a in our opinion my opinion the sports center top 10 uh, highlights and 
to talk to Corey about it, you know, the degree of difficulty didn't seem like it had to be that tough, but uh, it, most importantly for us, it, it went in and it counted as two points, a much needed two points, especially at that point of the game. Road trips this week for the Bison men at uh, South Dakota. So in Vermillion coming up Thursday night. And then a couple days after that, it is a, an early afternoon tip against Omaha down at the new uh, Baxter Arena. Very cold place. Go figure. Hockey hockey arena. That's a little chilly on game day. But let's talk about Vermillion. And hopefully Vermillion's cold. Here's Here are two rematches, Dave. Uh, one that you had at home against South Dakota uh, that you won as a ball rolls off the iron. You secure the board to to grab the victory, and then we'll get to the Omaha one. But, boy, what about South Dakota? Not a lot of secrets between you and Coach Smith, right? No, a couple of buys in there. And, and you know, Coach Olson and Coach Smith were on staff together with Coach Miles at Colorado State in Nebraska. And, and he's doing a tremendous job there in, in uh, you know changing the culture into his way. And, you know, they haven't had the success here in, in the league with the number of wins, but they had some great non-conference wins, and, and they've been really close. And, and our game probably epitomizes what they would say their season's at right now. And they just, They're coming off of a big win Saturday against the Oral Roberts where they played really well. They hung 91 on them. And a team that, you know, getting some guys back, and Tyler Flack is healthy for the first time in probably a couple years and, and playing through him a little bit. And, uh, they had a young man on suspension last week, so I'm not sure his his status situation. But no, again, Jack, I know it's not maybe what the media or the, or the folks want to talk about. You know, it doesn't give them anything to talk about. But they're just all big this time of year, and anytime you go on the road, and um, you, you're just hoping to, to to figure out a way to get a one point victory. And if we can do those things, that we can lock in uh, one game at a time. That's all we can ask of our kids right now. As Dave said, the don't look at the records and then just surmise what a team is all about. South Dakota, 3-8 and eight in the conference, but many tight games. And Dave, individually, you mentioned a couple of fellas, but one name that keeps popping up in every box score I read from South Dakota is Casey Kasperbauer. And, you know, here's a guy that uh, that I think hung 19 on North Dakota State the last time you played them at Shields Arena. What about Casey Kasperbauer? Because he's he's obviously a true talent, Dave. Jack, I'm not sure I've ever seen anything like it. The, the way that young man changes pace, sprints into a shot, and, and there's times where I swear he doesn't even catch the ball and he just flicks it up there and it goes in. And, and, and again, credit to him. He is, there's a kid that's just gotten better and better and better, and now in his senior year, he's going out like you would, you'd expect a senior and, and, and just having a great, great year. And, and when he gets going for them like he was able to do Saturday and getting 17, that really spaces the floor even more for them and it gives them some cushion. And, uh, you know, he's a strong kid. He's got tremendous core strength to do some of the, to execute and pull off some of the shots he did. And, you know, you'd like to think that they're just wow and, and they're pure luck. But when, when you see him over and over again, like he's done, and I think it was maybe the Western Illinois game at their place at, at, at in Vermillion. I was remar- I don't know again, Jack. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like it. Just coming off things, catching and shooting, and and just splashing the net. And again, I, I think when you have a guy like Casey Kasparov, you have a guy like Max Landis. The difficult part in this league is there's other parts around them on their team, so you can't just tee off on one one or two guys, and that makes it harder to to guard the guy. And and that's definitely the case here. Fans realize that built-in rivalries uh, happen, Dave, and some of them stem from the old NCC days, and everybody gravitates to South Dakota State as as a big rival, and that's very much true. There's no question about that. But if fans have not experienced what it's like to be the visiting team in Vermillion, that's not a pretty place to be as the guest, especially when you've got North Dakota State strapped across your chest, Dave. Yeah, and that's what we're finding anywhere when you you have been in the – 
been Division One eligible for seven years. We've been to the tournament three three of those seven years, and been knocking on the door in the champion Summit League championship game another year. You got a big target on your back, and and that's what makes it exciting. And and you're you're right, they don't hold anything back down in Vermilion, but that to me that's the fun and exciting part about college athletics. And you know the students are getting into it, and and their other fans are sitting courtside. They're they're on you a little bit, but. We tell our guys, you know, from the very start and in the recruiting process that that's what it's going to be like. When you put on the green and gold and it says NDSU on, on the front or it says Bison on the front, there's a target. But that also makes us better and, and, and hopefully prepares us on a daily basis for where we need to be come March. And, and Vermillion is going to be, be no different on, on Thursday night. Just two minutes remaining, head coach Dave Richmond, NDSU Bison basketball on Bison feedback on Saturday afternoon. The back end of this two-game road trip, Dave, is Omaha, and I give you credit because uh, you put things into perspective. Omaha is the team that snapped the big home winning streak for North Dakota State. Instead of wearing that or letting the, the, that sink in and the loss, and you didn't, you didn't. You took another step. You said, time to start a new streak. Let's appreciate what everybody has done, and now let's move forward. It wasn't the end of the world in that 91 91- 82 loss to Omaha. Now's a chance to get to their house. I know they've got guy, Devin Patterson, obviously, is putting up large numbers. He had 32 that game. Just a little snippet on what's awaiting for you in the state of Nebraska. Yeah, a, a, a really, really talented team. A really talented, and, and especially on the offensive end, and a balanced, uh, another team where you go Trajan Thurman, Tradeon Holland, uh, um, Pat Patterson. And then Jake White at the five, those four in particular come, come right to mind. And, and guys that can score at multiple levels on the court and can score fast and can score in bunches. And, and the thing with Omaha is, is you can be up 15, you can be down 15. It's still a game. It's always a game as, as fast as they want to play. And we need to do a better job in, in just not just the Omaha game, but in all of our games of, of focusing in on what's important with us and, 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 and hopefully – what we do can dictate the, the energy and tempo and flow of the game. And I thought, you know, uh, as, as a staff, myself, and, and our guys, we let some things slip. And again, a little bit what you'd expect, but what you can't accept with a young group. And um, I thought we'd refocus very, very quickly. And, and, and I appreciate you bringing that up. When, you, when you're a top four, top five uh, you know, streak in the country, that's really saying something. And, and it's not just about the group in the locker room. It's about the prior two years. And a lot goes into it. And and as disappointed as you are in the loss, I, wanna, I don't want to hide behind it of, of what a tremendous streak that was. And, but now it's on this group to start a new streak, and we've done that so far. And hopefully we can take care of business one at a time on the road and come back home and finish it out the right way. First one is in Vermillion coming up Thursday night right here at KFGO. Then it's Saturday afternoon at 1 o'clock tip against Omaha. He is Dave Richmond coming out those back-to-back wins at home. A.J. Jacobson, the player of the week in the Summit. And uh, any any word on, on when you're going to get in 30 seconds, Dave, uh, Paul Miller back. Any prognosis you can tell us tonight? You know, I know the rehab is going very well. Uh, you know, I think there's maybe a, maybe a chance for this weekend, although I'm the air, air on the side of it's going to be doubtful. I know nobody's nobody's even more eager to get back on the court than Paul is, but at the same time we've got to do right and understand that, that you know we can't rush him back and then have him you know tweak it again and then have him out for a longer period of time. So I'm going to leave that up to the doctors and, and, and Stephanie, our trainer, and, and when the time's right, we'll get him back and in full speed and. And, and hopefully just pick up where, where we left uh, this this past weekend. Awesome. Dave, thanks for the time. As always, on feedback, we'll see you on the bus on uh, well this week, okay? Sounds good, Jack. We appreciate it. And, again, make sure we're all thinking of our guy Scotty here as, as he's battling and fighting, and, and uh, he's in our thoughts and prayers. No mistake about that. You got that right. Thank you, Dave.